Well, apparently bigotry is really coming into fashion again. Uh, welcome to another Tomorrow's World webcast. My name is Wallace Smith, and this article from The Federalist on this particular topic caught my eye. Uh, it was dated January 4th, 2017, and the title is this, Because of Trump, the left suddenly cares about conscience rights again. Now, I use the word bigotry kind of broadly uh, as I say that, but at the same time, it is being used increasingly broadly. Uh, and this article makes an excellent point, and you've been hearing about some of these cases in the news, but the untold story is continuing to be untold, and this article brings it out. I'm going to read some selections and make some comments. They point out at the beginning of the article, Donald Trump's election has produced one unexpected benefit. His opponents are now making freedom of conscience claims that parallel arguments the Alliance Defending Freedom has made in courts for years. In fact, the article is written by Jordan Lawrence. He's apparently a senior counsel for the Alliance Defending Freedom. It continues, Opponents of President-elect Trump are saying they can't, in good conscience, do business that helps Trump and his supporters because it would violate their deeply held beliefs to do so. That's how we've advocated, he says, uh, for Elaine Photography, Arlene's Flowers, Hands-On Originals, Brush and Nib Studio, and other cases, including the latest case for Telescope Media Group in Minnesota. Now, let me explain what's going on. Essentially, you have these cases of cake makers and wedding photographers and wedding planners who, who had explained that it violates their conscience to use their skills and talents to do a so-called homosexual or same-sex wedding. Uh, they, 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 it violates their religious beliefs and their conscience and they would be sinning to do so. And these people are being forced out of business, fined literally tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, by not just private individuals, but state governments. And it's, it's huge and it's growing larger. And yet here we have this parallel case that the article highlights concerning business owners who won't do business with Trump supporters, that is, supporters of the president-elect Donald Trump. And they give a few examples. For instance, uh, Phoebe Pearl, a dancer with the Rockettes, and Jan Chamberlain, a singer with the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, had said they would not perform at the inauguration ceremony. In fact, Chamberlain in particular is quoted here from an earlier quote by CNN saying that she could never sing for Trump. It'd be like endorsing tyranny and fascism and throwing roses to Hitler. Uh, the next example really struck me because I actually did an earlier webcast about this topic. It talks about homeowners in Washington, D.C. that are refusing, that do not want and will not rent their homes to supporters for Donald Trump that are coming into town. They, were, they actually put their homes up. They were looking forward to having Clinton supporters, but they don't want Donald Trump supporters. And it reminded me of a webcast that we have done that I bet it's about to show up on the screen that you can click on about Airbnb. Uh, Airbnb accepting only the right kind of bigots was the title. And we are talking about Airbnb people here. Uh, is their policy going to allow them to act in this way? The Huffington Post, again quoted by the article, uh, point out that one of these particular Airbnb folks said, I have a visceral reaction to the thought of having a Trump supporter in my house. No amount of money could make me change my mind. It's about moral principles. Uh, fascinating, I think, and yet what, why couldn't moral principles play a role earlier in Airbnb's policy? They actually point out that concerning uh, uh, the District of Columbia's actual legal code that that may not be a legal maneuver, but 
It's not my place to judge. I am not a lawyer, though I have played one on television. Uh, they talk about BuzzFeed, the, the website BuzzFeed refusing to take money from the Donald Trump campaign to show his, uh, his advertising because they don't want to support that. They feel it's unhealthy for the country. They talk about Sophie Thielette. This is the first case I had heard of, who's a French uh, designer of clothes who had designed gowns and such for Michelle Obama, but who refuses to design gowns and has stated publicly that this person will not design gowns for Mrs. Trump because Donald Trump's beliefs, quote, are incompatible with the shared values we live by. There's example after example. Uh, it gives this fellow who uh, runs an internet marketing business uh, who, uh, called First in SEO is the name of the business, and he has written out of New Mexico, if you are a Republican, voted for Donald Trump, or support Donald Trump in any manner, you are not welcome at First in SEO, and we ask you to leave our firm. Uh, there's another owner of a propane company who has written a letter to all of his customers saying, thank you for calling, uh, uh, sorry, said on the answering machine, thank you for calling Turner LP Gas. If you voted for Donald Trump for president, I will no longer be delivering your gas. Please find someone else. It's just amazing to see what's going on. And so th the question is, isn't this hypocrisy? On one hand, people ha are being forced by the law, by financial fines, the shuttering of their businesses to go against their moral convictions and provide their artistic talents uh, to serve homosexual couples for weddings and other things. But on the other hand, uh, people are apparently free to simply obey their moral conscience and deny services and deny the use of their talents uh, to support Donald Trump supporters or to service them and to take their money. I'm not taking a position in this fight, the politics, you know, whatever about that. What I'm saying is two things. One, this worldview and its hypocrisy is being exposed. It's going to have to be resolved in some way. The hypocrisy of the popular worldview is being exposed right before our eyes. And secondly, there are scriptures that point out, Matthew 10, verse 22, chapter 24, verse 9, that in the end, the hatred of the world is going to focus on one thing in particular, the name of Jesus Christ. And so we shouldn't be surprised at differences like this. Frankly, we should only expect them to get worse. Thanks for watching. Please check out everything we have available at tomorrowsworld.org.